0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. hunting season. Getting going. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Stanfield Hunting Outfitters right here at the Big Honker Lodge.
1: In Knox City, Texas. Holler at us for anything you need. We can take care of any kind of bird hunting that you'd like to do. And we can take care of you on some deer hunts and hog hunts. I got a few trophy deer hunts left available too. So if anyone's a pretty good deal on deer hunt, holler back at holler at me, please, at 940-658-3172 or www.stanfieldhunting.com. Easy
0: enough. This podcast is also brought to you by Gun Dog Outdoors. Keep your Fido safe this hunting season. Make it a make it a thing. Boy, you can't be any louder with that cup, could you? <clears throat> not even, not even if you tried. Gun Dog Outdoors, I got a promo code for you. Big Honker, save you some money at checkout. I highly recommend getting the Field Trauma Kit. And if you use the promo code TRUMP2020, you can save 20% on the Field Trauma Kit alone. But Big Honker is good for everything else on the site. Uh, Put one in your bag, put one in your truck. Everywhere you go, you should have a Field Trauma Kit. They've also got a uh, quick release system for your dog. Stake that little bastard down, no more breaking. Easy peasy. Also be looking out on our uh, social media channels. We do a giveaway with them every week. Gundog Outdoors, love them over there. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, that bitch ain't the duck.
1: That's right. Trump 2020. Had me a good cup this morning. Actually, I had two cups. I did, too.
0: Had a nice, healthy shit right afterwards. So, that's when you know it's good. It greases the wheels, Jeff. Dirty Duck Coffee. Uh, (laughs) Ain't no coffee
1: place in the world advertising to make you take a shit.
2: Listen, it's an
0: important part of the day. and Every waterfowler knows it. If you're bound up right before you go on a hunt, my day just is not right. I've got, to, I've got to have a full evacuation. That way I can go on about my day. And Dirty Duck Coffee helps me with that. What's their promo code? Trump 2020. Save yourself a little bit of cheddar at checkout. Also, we are brought to you by Foul Bandits. Good looking swag for the field. If you need a hoodie, a shirt, a hat, a trailer decal, you can go to FoulBandits.com. Check out everything that they got. Some sweet looking hoodies. Sweet, sweet looking hoodies. Decals, they got the works over there. Great people, Mr. Sean Gilkey at Foul Bandits. Uh, Can't say enough about them.
1: And brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries.
0: Oh, the one and only, the one and only Dive Bomb Industries. I just put in my order with Mr. Asher just a minute ago. The black and whites I am very fucking excited to use this year. Low visibility days, black and whites will help you be seen from a far, far distance. Much further distance than... uh, than you would be otherwise. The black and whites help add that contrast, add visibility.
1: Dive bomb just makes it so much easier. They're lightweight, durable. Pack up. up nice. They last its way to go. Go with skinnies.
0: Divebombindustries.com, and you can see everything that they got out new for uh, 2020. Also got some floaters coming our way, so
1: excited and about that. Let's talk about our boys over at Boss Ammo.
0: Oh, I love it. It only takes one. I love the culture that they have there at Boss. It's an old-school type vibe, all made in America, all shipped straight to your door. You're not uh, you're not paying a big markup or anything like that with uh, buying it from the store. I love Boss Shot Shells. I cannot say enough about them and what they do for waterfowlers.
1: They sell it all. 28 gauge, 410, 16,
0: 12, 20. The sub-gauge culture is back, brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. And you can go check everything out uh, that they got over at BossShotShells.com. I highly, highly recommend you get on this train early. And what kind of call are you blowing these days? Uh, we're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. Use the promo code BHP25. You save yourself 25%. That's, That's crazy.
1: Right.
0: 25%. 25%. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's that crazy. 25% off of everything BHP25. Uh, I just got my shipment in from them, and I've got the, uh, the little 206. I've got the, I think it's the 509 call. got the spec call. got the new duck call. The PCD, the new duck call, is fucking killer. It is. I love it. It might be the best duck call that I've ever blown. Um, and I've, I've had my lips around a lot, Jeff, if you catch what I'm saying. Uh, BHP 25, you save yourself 25% off at checkout. If you're in the market for a new duck call, I highly recommend the new PCD. It's the best my lips have ever touched. Pacificcustomcalls.com.
1: And Lucky Duck. Let's talk about Lucky Duck. Ooh. The best blinds on the market. The 2 by 4 blind. Spacious. You boys are hunting the wheat country. Get you some backrest.
0: I had a guy on, on the podcast group. What's the best way to hunt a chisel plowed field? A-frame that motherfucker on the side. That's Don't try right. to get out there in the middle unless you got dive bomb socks that you can hide out there. But A-frame the side. Use your Lucky Duck 2x4. Put it up on the side on an edge row, fence line, something, and then just, just edge it. You can't. Your field's probably not that big. We do it out here all the time. Uh, their spinners are great. They all run off of remotes. They got backboards now. I mean, Lucky Duck is a one-stop shop. So Get your dog
1: kennel, everything there.
0: Everything. It's five-star crash test rated, Jeff. Didn't know right. if you Didn't know if you knew that or yes,
1: not. Yes, I did. I was quite aware of it.
0: It's all over at luckyduck.com. Also, we're brought to you by J2 Outdoors, the home of the motherfucking Ice Ripper. Use the promo code BIGHONKER. You save yourself 10% off of that motherfucking Ice Ripper. Hopefully, it's cold enough this year that we're going to need it.
1: Boy, old man winter gets here. You got your ducks on the last deal. Have the only open water in the county. You're going to be covered up with ducks. It's real simple. It's a $500 investment. Best thing you can do, get J2 Outdoors and get the Ice Ripper.
0: <coughs> J2OutdoorsLLC.com, and you can get the one that's got the motor on it, so you pour a little bit of gas in it, let that bitch run, or you can get the one that uh, that you plug in. I'm not telling you your business, so you just go over there and figure out what's best for you. But whatever you do, use the promo code Honker. That way you can uh, save a little bit of money. J2OutdoorsLLC.com. Let's go to
1: 14 Cattle Company. They've got a promo right now. Got it posted up on the uh, podcast page. It was 18. It's an eighth of a beef. Eighth of a beef. For six bucks. A pound. A pound,
0: I I believe is what it is. Which is a very, very good price. Eighth of a beef shipped straight to
1: you six dollars a pound people jump on this it's good quality beef, best steak i have ever had in my life with steaks we did can't even get mm-hmm.
0: fucking hamburger meat for six no. bucks a pound so um but if you are in the market for a whole beef a half a beef a quarter of a beef um or if you want to get on this eighth of a beef train they got a facebook page they've also got a website 14 cattle company dot com you can get whatever you need it's all uh it's all natural beef you don't have to worry about any added shit that uh you know, if you're into that sort of thing. So head over, 14cattlecompany.com. Last but not least, we're brought to you by William & Chris Wines down there in high Texas. Texas made wine. If you're having a nice uh, 14 Cattle Company steak, you need a William and Chris Wine bottle of vino. Skeleton Key is my favorite, but they got a little bit of everything for everyone. They sell them at all the uh, high-class supermarkets. Saw it just the other day at uh, Central Market. Where was I? You were United.
1: United in Abilene. Market in Street Lebeck. is where Market I was. Market Street.
0: They, they, they had it. They had it there. Almost took a selfie with Chris, for Chris. Uh, you can go to their website, williamandchriswines.com, and they will, I uh, believe they'll ship it to you also, so you don't even have to leave your jammies. And you can get delicious Texas-made wine shipped straight to your door, williamandchriswines.com.
1: And last but not least, our good friend Logan at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast.
0: Him and O'Reb do a uh, bourbon review every week. Strongest livers up there in Missouri. Logan's on cloud nine. His Raiders beat
1: the uh, beat the Chiefs. Yes, and Jeff owes him a signed $100 bill now.
0: Who'd ever thought that was going to happen? Good guys over there at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. It's a lot of fun to listen to. It's a man's man podcast. Uh, it's not for the little Antifa bitches, so... If you're in the mood for a good laugh or maybe find out what the next bourbon that you need to purchase is, head over to the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast wherever you're listening to this one. Tune in. They put on a hell of a show.
1: Uh, it's rated R.
0: It is rated R. Rated X, actually. So <laughs> if uh, A lot
1: of laughs. Have some adult humor and have a, calm, have, have a sense of humor. That's, that's what life's about.
0: But don't listen with your kids. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. All right, on this episode of the podcast, we're joined by our new waterfowl guide and uh, ex-Army sniper, Mr. Chris L- Slayton. Chris I can't talk right now. He's the new newest member of uh, Team Stanfield. We're excited to have him. Um, he's going to be a great guy. But, uh, we, yeah, we have him on here to talk about his past, his present, his future, and uh, we're excited to have him. So, anyway, give it up for him. Chris Slayton.
1: Three, two, one, boom! And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Foul Bandits. I'm Jeff Stanfield.
0: I'm Andy Shaver. It is sweater weather out there today. Oh, uh, nice north wind blowing.
1: Yeah, and I didn't bring no damn sweater today. And I'm well,
0: cold. you weren't out here for breakfast, so you didn't see the you didn't see the low.
1: Also, with Foul Bandits, they have a promo code migration. And you'll save twenty percent on any apparel, stickers, anything like that. So go to foulbandits.com and write and you'll it will be the promo code migration for twenty percent off everything.
0: All one word, Jeff.
1: All one word. How Good. else would you spell sell migration without <laughs> being just one word? It's twenty twenty. Put a
0: hyphen in there or something.
1: <laughs> so we have our new guest with this new 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 member of Team Stanfield. Uh and actually the other day when we were talking about if we ever got into scrap as a uh as a guide staff, I think the number one guy's here right now. What do you think?
0: I think so. I think we got a good shot with you. If we, we got, ever if we ever had scrap.
1: Have we it, told everybody your name yet? Not like yet. Guns involved or we just just muscle. Just just muscle. Straight muscle.
0: You can't tell, but with this hoodie,
3: <laughs> So
1: you're a rip motherfucker's what I'm you're looking, saying. Looking looking big right now. You're yeah. looking big. Yeah. Chris Slayton. Chris, Chris Layton. So Chris, where are you from?
3: I am from Fort Worth, Texas. Born and
1: raised Fort Worth.
3: Live in Justin now.
1: Fort Worth's changed a lot in the last 10 years. Good God. It's coming. liberal. It
3: is, it is probably a little liberal. Um, crowded. Super crowded. I just watch people pour in left and right. Subdivisions are building the damn city. It's It's not my hometown anymore. It's not Fort Worth. It's not the same Fort Worth. you got to kind Go outside of the city limits a little bit. What
0: did
1: the one guy say yesterday that uh, Fort Worth is kind of – They're getting a lot of pressure from the liberals on their policies now. It surprised me. Who's telling us that? The guy uh, here. The guy here. Yeah, you know, the guy hunting yeah. with us right now. You know, um, we were in Fort Worth three summers ago at the Trophy Hunters, and they had ran the road. They detoured it through the projects over by the <laughs> – the, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, God dang, what's it called? <clears throat> the convention it was, center.
0: It was that Mexican place you wanted to go eat
1: at so bad. Yeah, they have a Mexican restaurant. I can't think of that. Mercado Juarez. Oh, yeah. We're going to Mercado Any, Juarez. Anything with
0: Juarez in it, fucking avoid. The food's good. No. Oh, yeah. The, foo- the food was excellent.
1: It. Guns are welcomed after your hit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, anyways, we went to eat there, but to get there, they sent us through their housing projects on the way. It was oh. so bad, Michelle was videotaping.
3: Oh man, we got some rough parts.
1: Michelle was of like a Fort Karen. Work. Michelle was like a Karen there. You know, she was videoing like, "Oh my God, look, he's his. You can see his butt crack. His pants are hanging." Down. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in Thug Central. I'm telling you, you couldn't have told if he was in Compton or Fort Worth. So wasn't much difference. There
3: is some rough parts of Fort Worth, man. I tell
1: you, like, and that surprises a lot of people.
3: Yeah, I mean, and you, you think of Fort Worth, you think, "Oh man, we're country there." It's not really anymore. They. We're pretty much roped in with Dallas. You know, that's one when they, they tell you it's D F W now, it's not Fort Worth, right. it's not Dallas, it's it's all one. It's just one big one big metroplex, one big uh Cluster crazy funk. overpopulated city now. I was
1: at the FBO at Meacham Field one time and there was a guy in there and they had a jet. It was and there was a couple of jets in there anyways. This guy was come in there and he said something about being in Dallas. And my buddy that's a pilot, he goes, This ain't fucking Dallas, this is Fort Worth. He said, You take your yuppie ass back fucking to Dallas is a different place. And <laughs> cocksuckers get this straight right and everybody was kinda of looking at him like, What the fuck? But if you'd known him, that's the way he talks and you know, but there used to be a definite difference between Fort Worth and Dallas. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, not so much anymore. You know, I'm hell, I live in a big subdivision. It feels like Dallas, feels just like it.
1: So you've been in battles all over the world as as a soldier. Is there anything that scares you? And like, if you went to a, just, it's going to take a lot to really intimidate you, isn't it? Yeah,
3: you know, you, you'd think that well, loud noises. Said, if I don't know they're coming, get me. You know, there's a couple of things. But, but if you now, walked now the is, that just, is that just from your time as, in
0: the military, though?
3: Yeah, I think that's all military, man. Any um, any
0: un, un unexpected loud noise, just kind of
3: pretty much. If I'm not expecting it, yeah, it'll, it'll it'll shake my boots. As far as scared of anything, <laughs> no, I'm.
1: You know, some guys say, I'm going to whip your ass, that don't bother you. Nah, yeah, I love That's left. what I'm saying. That's Somebody that's been to combat, that really does not bother you. Anymore. No. No, they're in what, any, um, anyone that
3: lives in a city here.
1: What they used to call shell shock is the word they used to use. And I think it's PTSD as a form of it. Now, being with shell shock is what, after Vietnam and after World War II and stuff, they would do that to people that, and when I was a kid, and kids are assholes, Iowa Park had a janitor that was a Vietnamese guy, and he was shell shocked real bad. And them fucking kids would fucking pop balloons and shit behind him and that poor fucker would piss his pants and go running in the room and shit. That's terrible. Yeah. It is now. But when you're sixteen years old, oh, oh, they're gonna make Wong Dong there piss his pants. Watch yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. and you'd want, you know, but as you get older you realise how sad that was. Well back then,
3: man, PTSD wasn't even it wasn't even a thing. No. You know, you were you were supposed to be rock hard hard as right. hell getting out regardless. You get out of the military and better not be soft, you know, and it's a it's a good thing that's changed in the world now is, is PTSD and, and depression and anxiety and mental disorders, you know. They're they're a real thing, man. It's it's it's, 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 it's there. I'm I'm living proof I battle it every day, so it, P- I'm a big advocate in, in PTSD and people that that have it and you got to get help.
1: I think they use the word PTSD too much cuz like best Justin Bieber has PTSD over some shit. He ain't got fucking he's got fucking Coming off his fucking meds, pussyitis is what he's got. <laughs> I mean, th- but there are legit people that have it. I can see a. Sorry, ple- Justin. If you're, listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you're listening to here, we appreciate it, but <laughs> tweet, tweet, send us a tweet. Tweet us out. Yeah. But I don't. Uh, people that have it that are soldiers, no. I don't think people realize how it is. I have no idea. I'm telling you right now, I'm avoiding MLK Boulevard after dark, so I do not want to be in a fucking war zone of any sort. So you got it. So, well, I guess I do then when it comes to, to PMLK yeah. Boulevard. But when I was young, I was stupid, and I'd have went down there at nighttime with the windows down and the stereo blaring. But what, what gets me is is, the, is that house... The, the, I mean, I watched a documentary on Zakharwi or something that was on Netflix, and it showed it from the soldiers getting shot at and shit. And I thought, fuck, there's never... You don't ever get a fucking break. No. Everybody that comes through that fucking door, that gate right there, you're thinking is going to try to suicide bomb your ass. And yeah. it just was... And, and, I, and I told Michelle, I said, every fucking, you don't realize how many people they have in those little cramped little villages and shit, and right. someone's always trying to kill you. Oh, every day. I couldn't, and I told her, I said, that you just, there's no rest. Every day. You know, there's not even a safe place to go to, hardly. And I don't think people in America really realize how severe and what that must be like to be, living under that constant.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I talk about it all the time, and... They hate us over there. I don't I don't care what anyone tells you. Um, you're in their country. Can you, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine someone coming in your country? I mean, it'd be the same thing. you telling hate,
0: you how it's going to be. You'd hate their
3: ass right. coming in, kicking your doors down, and tying you up, and whatever they want to do to you, basically. And I mean, they hate you. So yeah, I mean, every every day, I mean, everyone wants to kill you. I don't care. I don't care what they're saying. They they don't like you. So can, that's.
0: Can you see that in their eyes, or, or, I mean, is it just as soon as you walk in the door, like, can you just feel the animosity that they have towards you? Man, I've
3: I've uh, my last deployment, I was in, in southern Iraq. And, now, and how they, many,
0: what years were you deployed?
3: So, I joined in 06. I got out in 13. So, um, I deployed in 08, 09. I deployed in uh, 2010. I spent about 47 months over there. So. That's a long time seven seven year career seven and a half year career I, I was there four years and so, you were a sniper and I was a sniper so I my my first deployment I was I was infantry and then ended up going to sniper school and was the best thing I could have did is getting a little further out but, right um, man I loved every bit of it but I mean there was a point in my life that's that's all I knew I knew Iraq better than I knew Texas you know I tell you street names and people <laughs> and where to get your, uh, where to get something good to eat and drinks and wherever find your hashish, whatever you want to find. Come on, what's over. a
1: hashish? Like Dope. A, yeah, that's like a. It's marijuana.
3: Yeah, that's like a Iraq hash or something. Yeah, you
1: know?
0: really. Yeah, Andy, for someone up.
1: that's worldly, that's a Scotch drinker with Milky Ways, you'd think excuse you'd know the fuck more of this out this of stuff. me for not knowing what hashish. <laughs> Come on, Andy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I telling mean, you what the fuck. And he's always trying to impress everyone, so. nigga, yeah, he'll be in a hashish expert <laughs> next month. He watched, he'll be like, have you tried the turkey hashish?
0: What are those, uh, you see them the Chinese, the opium dens. in that, that That's how I'll be the with hookah, my. The hookahs. Yeah, that's how I'll be with my hashish. <laughs> Just have it hookahed.
3: Is it coming here tomorrow. Check out this hashish. You can call Chris. I got it off eBay.
0: Like. It's really good.
1: I've never smoked dope or hookah, a hookah or anything. I know this stuff. And the world's smartest guy on the podcast over here. You know, you let me down. I'm just
0: trying, stay stay. just trying to stay up. Stay just trying to stay up. Just trying to stay relevant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do the people stink over there?
3: God, man, they
0: don't.
1: They don't yeah. take yeah. baths at Drag oh, this I a ass. little bit closer
3: to no.
0: you. You're, no. you're good. That, this thing will move. You can move wherever you want to go. Okay, got it.
3: Yep. Uh, yeah, they do stink, man, and they they wipe their ass with their hands. That's that's oh. real. They actually and then shake do, your hand, and they actually do that. No, it's like a. That's an it's, insult, isn't it? I can't remember if it's a left hand or a right hand. But one of the hands they use to shake, you know, to to wipe their ass, and that's the one that's that's disrespectful, and that's true, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go around. I think it's your left hand. You go around, chat, you know, waving at people, with the left hand. That's 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 a fuck you. That's and a, a <laughs> shithead. And the bottom of your feet, the weirdest thing, man. You show them on the bottom of your feet, and that's a that's an insult. So really? What? Yeah, the bottom of your feet.
1: The only that, time you see a bottom of feet in America, it's usually a good thing. You want to piss off some Iraqis
3: <laughs> walking around the bottom of your feet, left hand <laughs> with your up, left hand out and, oh to I to hate, hate you even more. <laughs>
0: I never would have thought that, and and like you know, there's a lot of customs that you got to like figure out ahead of time before you go.
3: Yeah, you 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 think, but you you're you're not you, there. You're not there to make friends. No, you know you you, you want to. Yeah, because you don't want to, you know, get shot at every single day, but.
0: Well, where, where was it they said that they'll actually cut off the hand, they'll cut off your good hand, so that you have to live your life doing shit with your dirty hand wipe, it's ass wipe. Probably if hand. you steal something or shit. One but, but is that over there, or is that in China?
1: I don't know.
2: It
0: wouldn't surprise me. Is One
3: there sp- any hot
1: chicks there?
0: There is, man.
3: They, uh, they're hairy. They're hairy. <laughs> but you can't really tell, you know, they got their, their the full... Burka. Their, what, they're what, what, the They're wearing a fucking tent. They, yeah, they got their full outfit on, and all you can see is their face. Their face are... You know, yeah, good Do they luck.
1: have, like, uh, Iranian titty bars and shit?
3: They got, uh, they got. I think they got Iraqi, like, whorehouses. You know? Do they?
1: Yeah. I always wondered about that. We had a guy from Saudi Arabia that hunted with us one time. I've had a couple, but this guy here had no soul. I mean, he was from Saudi Arabia. He was over here buying vehicles to ship back to.
0: Yeah. He was getting King Ranches. Yeah, King Ranch over pick- here. was going to buy,
1: Yeah. I think, I think four King Ranch pickups, because he went in where the car, was going to go to the car show one afternoon. Yeah. And I'm like. What car show? It's like a Wednesday. You know, the showcase. I was like, I didn't. I, didn't. I said, what are you talking about? You know, where the cars? I said, you, want, oh, a car dealership? Yeah, yeah. We're going to buy four King Ranch pickups. He said, we're going to send them to Houston and put them on a container ship. And he asked me when he's leaving, he said, do they take American Express? I thought, I'm sure they will. They probably hit one for $250,000 or whatever it's going to cost for four wow. pickups. I'm sure they bought the big, nice $80,000 rigs. I've never been there, but I know they got money there. And he told me, he said, you can't get Ford pickups in Saudi Arabia. Really? That's what, that's what he told me. Where Maybe it's in his kingdom he was, but he was part of the royal family.
0: They uh, they also said that they bought real estate in New York City, Manhattan. In, like Califor- a- in California.
1: <clears throat> so if there was
0: an empty lot, they would buy it. To do what with it?
1: Who knows? I don't know. oh Spend their money and Uh-oh. build them a fucking mosque or some shit. But yeah, compound. I, I asked about multiple wives. I go, how's that multiple wife deal work for it's you? True. And he goes, he goes, Oh my, my dad has multiple wives. I just have one. I thought, boy, I bet he's fucking shit. At Valentine's Day and Christmas. <laughs> they live
3: in the same house, man. So in Iraq, they'll have multiple story houses. And they'll have a four-story Adobe house. And one wife will live first story, second story, third story, fourth story. And they
1: How do they get who, who is the first floor the better one or the top floor the better one? Yeah.
3: I don't know. Probably go first. First floor is probably worse when we run out real quick. <laughs> can you imagine having to tell
1: her you got a new one coming in, <laughs> hey, baby? I'm gonna have to move yeah. you up or down yeah, the floor, no, honey. We're gonna have to <laughs> add on yep. here. Up I noticed the construction guys here again. You bring another <laughs> whore into the house? <laughs> no,
3: that's that's for, that's for real though, man. I mean, how the hell do you manage even even one?
1: They rule with a little bit different pimp hand than we do over here, though. Yeah, they
3: got I they mean, got a lot down there. I guess I don't I don't know how you can handle all that. Ugh.
2: Mm.
3: it's a different world man i uh i encourage people like third world countries i wish everyone could see that i mean it you want to you know a lot of people talk about like um the upper class and the lower class here and how the middle class is kind of going away mm-hmm. i mean there's the, you either got money or you don't got money well there i mean it's that's 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 the truth you're either really really rich or you have nothing dirt I mean,
0: fucking floor dirt i
3: mean
1: lucky if you have a floor you know it's so it's kind of like Mexico and Guatemala and all those places too. No, Mexico worse. It's worse than Mexico, even in the slums. Yeah, I mean,
3: Mexico slums would make that place look. Yeah, you know, that'd be great for Iraq. It's 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 bad. It's it's. I mean, it's even worse there. You know, we
1: came in and demolished the whole place and. If it wasn't for oil, we wouldn't give two shits what's going on over there. There's no way we'd be there. Nope. And the same with it's like Africa and some of the plains of Africa, where they have nothing. There's nothing there. There's no natural resources, so we no. don't give a shit.
3: No, what what are we fighting for over there? Yeah. I asked myself that a lot, you know, while I was there. Like, what the fuck
0: am I doing here? Right. What am I doing here? I have no clue. Oil. Spending millions, of billions no of dollars yeah.
3: Every Every mission was like HVT, which is high value target. I'm like, who, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know him. Yeah, you know? It's all about oil. That's all it's about. Everything. It's all about money. It's a way over my head.
2: Did pawns. that get
0: frustrating towards, you know, the end of your career? Like you're questioning that sort of thing? Or are you just, just like, God. Ah, fucking shit yeah like who is this guy what do he do
3: oh yeah
1: every what the,
0: what the fuck am i doing over
1: every here? every time i got one you know who, who is he right what do he do being controlled by people that are voted in that have no clue what's going on <laughs> that some lobbyist is giving them some money to vote for them to vote a certain way oh yeah if you're an arms dealer it's like you want us to be at war you're making all that money selling shit hell to people. yeah
3: there's so much money so it's in about war. Yeah, it's worth all money. It's profit. I mean,
1: there, there's so much money in war. I mean, We've dude. spent $3 trillion, I think is what I read, since um, 9-11. $3 trillion. No, we didn't have. What have we accomplished? Besides getting a lot of innocent kids sick and hurt. And Nothing. I up? mean, look at the, look at the, the country the, now. The, the geography over there is the same. The same people running basically the same areas, and there's gonna be someone's gonna call us out. No, it's not true. The sheiks are running. The, I don't know the Shiites or yeah. well, whatever. Well, it
0: might be a different, it might be a different, yeah. thug, but it's the same shit the going man.
1: on. It's a different gang leader, basically. Right. Yeah. Afghanistan. When I was a kid, Russia was fighting in Afghanistan against the Afghans, and America was It was with the Afghans on this deal. They were trying to help because they were, you know, they were trying to keep it from being communist. It's fucking been communist ever since. It's just a different type of communism, but it's the same way warlords.
3: Who knows, man? Like it's, I said, I, I have there's no not answer. I have no clue what's going on over there. I know that I know that what I mean. We're pretty much gone out of there now, and it's it's just as bad. I mean, we'd have an excuse to go back if we really wanted to. But I
1: bet our great grandkids probably go. will back. still have the same shit going on over there then that they're having now. They've been fighting since we started our country here in 1776 or whenever we become our country in yeah. 1776. So we, they've been fighting over there, been the same way. The Barbary Coast yeah. is the Barbary Coast. As it has been and will be. What is a uh, what's the what's the coolest place you went to when you got to go over there and see stuff? The coolest place. I um, don't know. Place was cool, but there had to be some place that really natural beauty that you thought this is really man, a good place.
3: Unfortunately, in my career, I didn't go to a whole lot of natural beauty. I mean, I flew into Dubai for a while. I was there for a week. I was.
1: It's just uh, a fancy desert, isn't it?
3: Pretty much. I mean, there's a, it's a big giant city, lots of lights. Outside of that, there's fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean. I, kind of looks like New York City to be honest with me. A little more fancy, a lot of money. Nice places I had, hell I didn't go to any. Went to some places in the states. That's about it. And overseas I was, Iraq, That's Iraq. You it. Seen,
1: did you see ducks and geese when you're in Iraq? I saw none. You know and And you, you looked too.
3: Oh, hell yeah, I
1: looked and I tried to go on a hunt <laughs> you tried to go on a hunt but yeah. there's nothing. but you know you look on the deal pages and i've got some guys that, that busting them down yeah in Iraq? And they yeah. shoot these yeah. fucking crane deals don't shoot like 60 of them at a time they sneak over they go hour. out
0: barefoot and shit yeah. too, yeah. and then these big ass like robes and shit with a double
1: barrel where just and, fucking i don't know and, them
2: and, have it. and they holler hey,
1: what do they always say uh Alibaba. no not Alibaba. that's the thieves that's dad's band oh. uh uh, what was it say when they shoot something? Al Akbar, Al Akbar. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, and they're shooting at these fucking birds. Al Akbar, Al Akbar. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I've got some of them on my Instagram. I don't know who the fuck they are. They got all the fucking Arabic number, but they're all hunters. I delete those.
0: I decline those. If they start following me, you get blocked. There was one guy that was following me. Like, it legitimately looked like it was a fucking most wanted poster. This <laughs> cocksucker He ain't getting I'm not going down with him <laughs> Come on he's just Fucking trying, block He's just
3: trying to come On a hunt down here <laughs> bro. He would
0: like all my shit All the time I'd see it And he'd have the fucking Towel on his head And
1: it legitimately The towel was. on his uh, head he I wonder what they're hunting Are they hunting rivers They hunt There's some of the places that are just great Waterfowl hunts Come on They do I know Pakistan's got Really good waterfowl hunting Wow There's just certain I'm sure there's some That, that Is it Bacall Valley Is that right there yeah. I'm sure some There's some good I mean it's like anywhere Yeah I wonder what they're growing over there. Probably poppy, like hashish. Uh, yeah, hashish. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's Pro- what it is. I guarantee. You. Yeah, there's a lot of waterfowl hunting over there, but they're really rich. Um, that's why Ramsey Russell was telling us that he'd hunted in. Where was he at? Where they had stayed at the hut, the lot, the, and they called the the Muslim call every morning, the the prayer, and he said he he didn't want to leave really his really. room to be disrespectful, and they're all on kneel and kneeling and shit, and the guy had a slave. They took him to the blind and put out his decoys, and the guy was a slave. Wow, been there his whole life. Yeah, and he worked for this this beautiful place. and Had cobras, you know. Yeah, on the floor, and they <laughs> put out cobras, cobras at, night. at night. Yeah, keep the rats and stuff out of the hallways and shit, and they'd collect them in the morning. You get blessed when you got to fucking get with the morning wood for sure because you got to be <laughs> <Wow>. so bad. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm pissing in the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before I'm fucking with uh, the cobra. I hate
1: a fucking snake. I hate
3: snakes, man. And I did a lot of teal hunting this year. Did
0: you run into any?
3: I've never seen so many snakes in my life. Really? It'd be all for me. Everywhere. Everywhere. Cotton mouse? Big cotton mouth. Oh, man. fuck, that'd be nasty. Don't move big. your
0: head this way, Jeff. You're blocking his shot. There you go. No, 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 you're fine where you are. That's Just your big-ass head keeps. The
1: production guy here. That's, well, that's all right. That's get much a, of a haircut. He's a, got a big dome. Oh, Steven Squilberg over here.
0: <laughs> he's got a big dome. It gets in the way every once in a while. So, the, the <laughs> cottonmouths were bad? That Man, they were so bad
3: this year, and I, I swear, they've been getting worse and worse, and I don't know if it's the, the hot weather. I mean, hell, I didn't hunt one teal day under 70, did y'all?
0: Uh no no because we had the we had the big front um first week of September mm-hmm. yeah that's
3: before season
0: before season mm-hmm. and then after that it was it's
1: gradually got
3: more man where I where I was we had so many birds early September and they were
1: gone we just we had a good till season did
0: uh, you our our season got better as the year went the out. last week of season was really good earlier it was kind of hit or miss we had a couple good hunts and then right in the middle it was just okay because I mean no new fucking birds came. It was hot.
3: Did you get a bunch of early birds before season started? Yeah. Yes. They moved out too.
0: And then um, that last week of season, we had two really good hunts.
1: Did you? Uh, did you have to deal with any of them trying? Did you hunt the boat or waders? I have a boat. So did you didn't try to get the snakes in the boat with you? No.
3: So I hell I don't even have a blind on the boat. I take the boat to wherever I go hunt and get out. But so you're in the waders with the snakes the first day. <laughs> Mm. The first day, until about, until about stepped on about three or four of them. And
1: That's it for me. I'm telling you, I'm done. That's it. That would ruin your hunt. You First thing like, in the morning. This fat boy looked like Jesus Christ walking on water for his fucking snake There, I'm scared to death of him. Ooh. I made the mistake of
3: bringing my daughter in day, too. And oh, yeah. She, really? She, yeah, she hates snakes as much as I do. So mm, That'd be it. I'll go home. I'm telling you, I do not like snakes. You know, at the get, end of it, it crossed my mind. It crossed my mind for sure. See,
0: we have rattlesnakes. We luckily we don't have to worry about cottonmouths out here, but we have to worry about rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah, that's and, for me. Uh, One of the 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 last day, I took Reese with me on the last day of the season, and like we set up by a big log, and it's got a you know like a big hollow in the middle of it, and I'm like, fuck. He's wanting to like climb in it, and you know jungle gym it. I'm like, don't fucking do that shit.
1: Just stay here. Reese is wormy. With, fucking place. around.
0: <laughs>
3: Luckily, no snakes. Yeah, I mean, you ask me if anything scares me, them fucking snakes scare me. <laughs> Did you deal with, deal with cobras when you used to go overseas? Nah, man, we dealt with. Um, what do they have? Sand pit vipers. Which are- <laughs> I bet they're pretty. That sounds like a horrible thing. Oh, they're nasty. They're nasty, and they hide under the sand too. And you'll scurry them up, and oh, they're <laughs> fast too. And then we dealt with. Uh, oh, you know, we had a bunch of incidences with those camel spiders. You ever heard of those?
1: No. Uh-uh.
3: Oh my God! They get like the size of a baby dog. They're huge, man. They and don't. Don't let me get too scientific, but what I think they do is they um, they'll bite you and they'll inject you with like their numbing poison, oh, right? Fuck. And you can't feel so it. You don't feel it. When, you can't feel their bite. You can't feel it when they inject you, and then they eat at your flesh. Oh, yeah, they'll eat holes in you. Mm. And they're huge, man. I'm not kidding. They're the size of that decoy right
0: there.
3: <laughs> Hell no, big. We uh, Yeah, we get. What are they
0: called? Camel spiders?
3: Camel spiders. You got to look one yeah, of them yeah, uh, look it up.
1: They're huge. So, did y'all have to deal with this thing in camp and stuff? Yeah. Do yeah. you know anybody
3: got bit by one of them? Oh, yeah. A couple of people. No really? A couple of people. Is, and, and, is it a
0: nasty wound afterwards?
3: It's a like a hole. God, yeah, God. depending on how. I mean, you if you fall asleep and don't know this thing's there, I mean, you, and it all works out wrong, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can wake up with a big old hole for sure. Yeah. You may get bit by a sand viper. I don't know anyone who got bit by a viper, but always we wondered, saw them.
1: I always wondered how many guys back in the um, Vietnam War got bit by cobras and shit. Oof. You know, crawl around all over the ground and shit over uh, there. Oh. oh. Fuckers are big. That's why you, I would take my chances in the Arctic and trying to stay away from a polar bear. If you had to choose to survive somewhere and I had a plane crash in the Amazon or in the middle of the freaking yeah. Arctic, no. I'd take the Arctic any time over the fucking Amazon. Oh, my God. Can you imagine there? Oh no! I'm snake. You can't. Oh hell no!
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think snakes are probably my biggest fear. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'd rather walk down MLK Boulevard with a bucket of chicken before I <laughs> that shit. <laughs> uh, uh, yep, I saw a lot of them, man.
3: Every that's where every year. Mm. That's why i don't Yeah, I don't fuck with those for sure.
0: So what? When did you make the? When did you become a uh, a sniper? How long into your career? Oh, uh. I was
3: probably a couple years, couple years into it. I was a deployment in, got out. I, I mean, I always thought I was a decent shot, but sniper school really never even was an option. Never, never really thought about doing it, and opportunity presented itself, and the way I went. And it's, um,
0: how do you fall into that? I mean, does somebody approach you, or do, you, or are you like look? Is there like a fucking yeah, pre- resume wanted list that you look at every day? Yeah, I mean they'll kind of have your eye
3: on you. You do a lot of shooting, you know, when you're when you're infantry. So they're going to kind of know who's who's a better shot. And when when there's a slot that opens up, what are they
0: looking for? Are they looking for are they looking for a good shot? Are they looking for somebody that's smart? All you all know, of the above. All
3: the above. I mean, you got to have your you know your head on your shoulders, right? You got to be confident. And then and the biggest part is you got to want to do it. You know, right? Cyber school is only five weeks. It's not it's not like the the longest period ever, but it's, it's, it's gruesome, man. It's, it's, that stuff.
0: Now, when you're a sniper, so you, you, will have, you'll be a sniper and then you'll have a spotter. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So d- do you go to be one or the other or are they interchangeable? They're interchangeable. We, uh, you know, you, you alternate, but,
3: uh, it, it really, really depends. But yeah, you, I mean, you go to learn
0: both. So like in the movie Shooter, where Mark Wahlberg's a sniper, he's got the spotter. They would switch jobs in real life. Like like he the, know, the one guy's not just gonna be a spotter.
3: No, yeah. He's uh, he's gonna be a shooter first. You're gonna be a sniper first. You're gonna be you know, you're gonna know how to shoot first before you're you're doing all that. But um Times have kinda changed a little bit. I spotters are kind of fading out a little bit. I mean you Why? I think it's technology wise. You know, um,
0: it, you just don't need two people to do that job. I mean, anymore. hell, they have
3: they have scopes now that that tell you everything, man. Really? They tell you windage and you know yardage. They tell you tell you everything. They even have scopes now that that'll um, that'll account for all that. And put your crosshairs on the target. So,
1: so you're not actually having to even do the shooting, and the, 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 it's a computer doing it basically. You know, I never had those,
3: but they have them out now.
1: I think they're implementing them. How far? More. How? How? Like, what is the, what kind of scopes? Look what, what how big are these scopes that you're using?
3: Uh 2550s usually. So
1: at a mile how what are you looking at the target looking like from a mile away? It's real small. It's real a small away, too.
3: A person is like a yeah, I mean it's like a coke can. Really? Yeah, yeah it's it's a small
0: target. How f- how um and you're just trusting that your math was right and you got your, all your shits dialed in. Pretty much 1440s is my, my farthest shot, but man, I mean hell people
3: are I just watched a YouTube video yesterday of someone shooting like thirty-two hundred meters. I mean, it's
1: how far is that in like miles? <sighs> like
3: almost two miles, I think. What?
1: Yeah. And you're shooting a big gun like fifty cal or something, right?
3: Thirty-two hundred meters. That's not about nine thousand feet. That's, yeah. It's close to two miles. That's that's a long way. Is it, are they shooting fifty cows? Fifty cows and and three thirty eight Lapua. Yeah, both so, of, both of those rounds. Do you
1: ever get a second shot at somebody, or is it a one shot only <laughs> deal?
3: You know, depending on how far you are, if you're, if you're far, enough, far enough away, we, we shoot if, mostly if suppressors. Your, so
0: If you're at oh, you do shoot with a suppressor? Oh, yeah. So if you're at your, what'd you say, 1440? 1440, yeah. If, if you, I'm assuming you hit the target. I have hit a target at 1440, yeah. But, but if, if you're shooting at... That's a, not
3: my this combat shot, no, that's, that's just my furthest shot in general.
0: What's your furthest combat shot? Oh, uh, not
3: far, I'm like almost 800.
0: At 800, can you get a second shot off?
3: How bad did you miss? you hit something around him? Cause then probably Didn't not. Know. Probably not. But
0: if you whiff bad, you could, you could do it. I
3: mean, a lot of times, yeah, you're going to take a second shot. But <laughs> At two
1: miles, they're not even going to know that they got shot before you shoot a second time, usually.
3: Yeah, you'd think, man. 50 cal, you know, um, 50 cal, there's so much kinetic energy, you don't even have to hit someone. You just have to get around them <laughs> to take their leg <laughs> off. Really? No shit? Yeah. It's just got to be around them. You don't even have to hit someone to kill someone.
1: How close is around them? I mean, you're
3: three, four, or five inches off. and
1: So you're not buzzing someone's ear and not killing them. <laughs> if you're that it's close not, to them, it's. Oh, yeah, it's,
0: they're dead. It's not like the movie where no it just shit. fucking grazes their head. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. I
1: know that? <laughs> we had this guy out here. He was, uh, he was full of shit. He lied about everything all the time, but he was a good storyteller, so I'd listen to him because he was telling me that he was. Uh, there were some hog hunters, and he had him a, a ultralight aircraft, and he would he would push these pigs out, and these guys would shoot at him. And he said, "Yes, one old boy. He's kind of dangerous. He shot me. He, he shot my hat off my head. <laughs> Damn it, boy! <laughs> I was like he what? I shot my hat off. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's exactly how it yeah,
3: happened. Yeah,
1: he probably believes it too. Uh, he was. I don't. Think, I think he just lied to lie, but. It's okay. okay. It's a good story. Don't watch too That's much right. fucking TVs, what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, You were flying at him? Yeah, he shot right at me, <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
0: You ever done that? No, the helicopter hog hunting? No, I've always wanted to do that. My cousin has a business, Pork Choppers Aviation. Really? They, yeah, they do it out
1: here. They do it out here?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in Haskell, 20 miles south of here. There's
1: some big money in that. <laughs> yeah. We're, we got a local guy that does it also, Cedar Ridge. They do it. No, like like $1,000 an hour last time I checked it. I, I think it probably is. Or, yeah,
0: 1500 Something like 1, that.
3: an hour. Man. So, so what is ways the, to make a living? Yeah. No, yeah. What What
1: is the um uh? I mean, what was some oh, the shooting stuff? So you shoot. How, how often do guys miss their snipers?
3: All the time. I mean, we're normal.
1: So it's not like TV where it's boom, choo, boom, boom, and somebody's falling over every time it it does. No. Is fifty fifty is a good rate? 50-50 is probably pretty close to a good rate.
3: Yeah. I mean. um... You know, it, it depends. There's a lot of nerves that go involved, you know. You can oh be I couldn't imagine doing you it. could be a great shot on the range and and you know, first deployments are a hard thing, especially when you're a sniper you don't know, you, you've never been into combat, you've never shot at someone and hell I'm I'm great at a target and then you go and your hands are shaking.
1: Texas is home of the greatest snipers. I mean Chris Kyle. Yeah, and John Denver. You know that he supposedly was a Did you know that? No, I didn't Oh yeah, he killed John F. Kennedy. I thought it
0: was John Denver's dad.
1: No, John Denver is the one that shot John F. Oh. Kennedy. You have to listen to the story. It's a hell of a story. Breaking news! Breaking news! I don't right think here. it's so breaking. It's a it's a old tale that supposedly he was. That's why he killed himself in his airplane crash. Man, you're full of conspiracy. <laughs> he loves it. He loves I love conspiracies. <laughs> this one here caught me off guard because I was not ready to hear that uh, Rocky Mountain High was the uh, shooter for John F. Kennedy. <laughs> he was under uh, what was it? Uh, the CIA was using some kind of mind altering drug on him and. It, it now that is him for the rest a real of his thing. Life. Now that is a real He thing. was the shooter for him they say.
0: Cuz I have heard I've heard a couple of different things on that.
1: Before you call me out on this. just I'm Listen not, to I'm the story. You when out. you listen to the I'm story it is that, a very that. but he was on a mind altering LSD type drug that the CIA yeah. was giving him and he was at uh Colorado Springs at a fort and he learned how to shoot from some famous guy and supposedly he was the the trigger guy on the John F Kennedy deal and he was just doing his job and he was under this mind altering deal and I think uh, they they
0: said that uh, Manson was under the same thing. It was like Operation Midnight or some bullshit like that. I'm looking it up right now. No kidding. No, that's Operation Midnight Climax. Yeah, they were they were they were uh, looking at the effects of how LSD would affect people. They were hoping to uh, give it to soldiers, put them like behind enemy lines, have them take out a high value target, and what they were thinking was, is if they got caught, their minds would be erased. Well, their minds would be erased, and they could, you know, they're under this mind control deal. So, if they tortured them, they didn't know anything. God, I couldn't imagine
3: shooting on that. Is that real? Operation I don't know.
0: Operation Midnight Climax. I'm telling in San Francisco, they they would get these, uh, they would seduce these John Does into like these brothels. They would inject them with this LSD or have them smoke it or however the fuck you do LSD. Take a tablet, I guess. Yeah. And then there was like a two-way mirror, and then they would just. I guess see what all they could do.
3: I couldn't even imagine
0: being halfway accurate. Is it so y- you were you were an infantry guy and you were also a sniper? Is it is it harder almost being a sniper because you 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 know when you're in the infantry and you're busting down a door, you're just reacting. Right. Whereas you're when you're a sniper, you're a little bit more cerebral, you know, you're you're assessing your target right. a little bit more. Is it is it do the nerves get to you more as a sniper or is it being in the infantry,
3: I'd probably go kicking down
0: doors, man. Um, it's easier for you just because you can just fucking go, or you know, there's.
3: I, I, I guess both would both would be tough, but you know, hats off to those dudes. Uh, that's all they do is is kick down doors. I mean, there's there's some fucked up people out there, man. They uh they like to they like to put Constantine wire. Right on the inside of their doors, so like as soon as you kick a door down, you get caught in the wire, and then, boom, that's it. That's it. So kicking down doors, it's it's scary shit, man. You don't know what you're walking into, and and a lot of times you got you know you got multiple houses to to go through, and I'm a little further away. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's, yeah, there's a bunch of nerves either either way, though for sure. Uh, I got a little more time to think about what what I'm doing though. For do you, sure.
1: Do you, uh,
3: I put, I did a lot of security missions. I mean, that was, that was my goal, is, is follow those guys that are, they're kind
0: of like an like
1: overwatch uh-huh. type deal. Yeah. So you're just kind of watching, waiting to see if something happens then. Pretty much, yeah.
0: Checking rooftops and alleys and so shit you're not, like that. you're Controls not, you're
1: not pissing shit in a coffee can waiting for three days <laughs> to shoot at some, I've done all that, man. Rogue yeah. guy walking
3: oh, by. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been on top of a building and, you know, just my, just my sniper team been forgot about forgot about yeah straight up forgot about
2: you
1: know what
3: the fuck do they say when you get back to base sorry where yeah, somebody you where wakes you up in. Been?
1: somebody wakes up in the middle of the night at the house Like, oh fuck
3: we left <laughs> the guys on the <laughs> where roof what the hell. fuck is chris at i mean that's pretty much how it went yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my bad go out go out there thinking you're gonna go for a six seven hour mission you're there three days oh, got oh. one mre and eating. luckily we were in a building um you know the people were friendly downstairs and bring us up food and
1: Oh no shit! No. That, that, that they were Iraqi I, people.
3: Yeah, I ate a lot of Iraqi food, man.
1: What? Tell us about Iraqi. What's it? Is it couscous?
3: Uh, no, like falafels, a lot of chicken, um, a lot of rice.
1: That's not bad stuff. Does man. it fuck with
3: you? Hell yeah, they're nasty. It man. does. Oh, they're nasty. Like I, they take these cows, man, and and their cows are like, like you'd see these free Roman cows around there. They got nothing to eat but like trash, man. So they'd be so skinny. They'd butcher these cows and put them in the market and stick them on a slat like a pallet. Like I mean, it's 140 degrees right. out there, and you you go by, cooked. see this cow. You go by the next day, still see that cow, and they just take slices off. <sighs> yeah, every time you eat, it gets sick. You know, going into it, you're gonna like get you're sick. just gonna have stomach issues. Yeah, there's it's just yeah, there's, there's that's why we
0: had a toilet paper shortage. People don't know that. There's it,
3: no getting used to it. Yeah, for sure, you gotta send it all. And people, you gotta even, send it all over overseas. Chicken falafels, yeah.
0: What, so what mm. was something that that what what did you enjoy about the the cuisine? I mean, did you enjoy the 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 chicken falafel, or yeah. it just got you by?
3: No, yeah, some of them were good. Um,
0: I can't imagine like fucking chicken too. Like that's got to be at room temperature. You know, that's got to be refrigerated. It can't be at room temperature. And- yeah, they
3: don't believe in any of that. They come over here, they can eat it all. Their their stomachs are rock hard. <laughs>
1: So, basically, if you eat chicken over there, you want to see them clean it and kill it, kill it, clean it, and cook it right then.
3: Yeah, you probably don't want to watch that either. You probably won't eat it. Who knows? Mm. It's gross.
1: We take food for granted in
3: America. Oh, my God. We take everything for granted in America. Everything.
0: Is that hard, like, whenever you come back from a deployment to see some of the shit that people, some of the stuff that they bitch about? It's like you really, yeah, man. Yeah. Your coffee was two degrees colder than what you oh, really yeah. liked it, and that's what you're throwing a fit at this barista about?
3: Oh, it's unbelievable! It's unbelievable. Like I said, I mean, we take it take everything for granted. I mean, running in wa- water. I mean, they yeah. The places I've been, they're they're still they still got you know pails and buckets on their head and walk into the river. And the shit that I've seen floating down this river, I mean, bodies and nasty shit, man. They they got um they got like a big nasty wild dog problem man it's kind of like kind of like coyotes here but i mean they, they run just giant packs and they'll you know they'll kill these dogs just stick them in the river and,
1: and you get a chinese restaurant in there them fucking dogs <laughs> be gone
3: okay they probably eat them too wouldn't surprise me man they're yeah. hungry and they're poor jesus It'd be a hard place to live Would for a
0: fat guy like me
3: you wouldn't be fat over there <clears throat> no no shit no
0: But, I mean, I just, you you think about some of the things that we take for granted and that we bitch about, the Wi-Fi's slow, the, you know, whatever, traffic's bad.
3: You know, that's funny because you'll go over there and you'll see, like, and their houses are made out of mud and, like, I mean, just slumming, man, really, really slumming but the motherfucker all got an iPhone, you know? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Where the hell they get at? <laughs> and bitching about
1: cell service. Yeah. They'll yeah. be doing TikTok videos.
3: Yeah, yeah they got iPhones. Like, uh, where the hell are you getting at? What always got
1: me is the, and, and I used to get me in Mexico all the time, is that when you get outside the big cities in Mexico and you see the actual, like where the people live at, they live in a little corrugated metal building with, I mean, they don't have much at all. Right. And the fuckers are wearing white shirts and they're all pressed and white. I'm like, God damn, somebody's has damn good laundry service around this place. Okay. And I've never under, and you, and you just, Beautiful white stuff and you see it all the yeah. time. I'm like, where the fuck do they do that shit at? Man, they still gotta you know, get dolled up.
3: Still gotta get some, Jeff. Well,
1: I understand that. But I just I look at them and I'm thinking, who's doing their fucking laundry? <laughs> they don't even you know, they all live in they live in one room.
3: Yeah, they definitely don't have no laundry service coming no. to your house and hell, I don't even now that I think of it, I don't even remember seeing a washer or a dryer. I think probably washboards and It's weird, man. That whole place reminds me of like it's like a before Christ thing. they
1: it's the they same have, way they've been living since they, before Christ in the same spots. They have not
3: aged. I mean, there might be a couple here, you know, things here and there that they throw in technology-wise. But other than that, I mean, they're, they're still living the same way. And they're setting their ways. and set setting their ways. and
1: Yeah, the Muslims have not contributed a lot to the advancement of our country. No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, or the world, let's say. Not our country, the world. You know, they haven't done a lot of advancing things. I and mean, they're way behind on a lot of things, other than having the iPhone. And oil. And oil. Yeah. And they didn't even find that shit. We had to get the oil from them, I think, in the 40s or 50s, whenever J. Paul Getty, he's responsible for most of that. Yeah. Can they use that as an
3: excuse still? We're over there for oil. I mean, don't they
1: say we got so much oil here? You know, All politics. All politics. All the big money. Crazy. So you decide you want to be a waterfowl guide. Man, I'm so excited. And so you're coming to Team Stanfield. Yep. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. No idea.
3: <laughs> where am I living? Um, Got me a cod out there? We'll yeah. figure it out. We have Maybe. a place
1: for the guides to live. All right. We like to call them Kaufman's quarters. <laughs> but uh, Tony and
0: I are actually working on it right now, getting it, getting it nice and neat for you guys. All
1: right. And that's where you live at. You'll live in a uh, dorm style. It'll be about like being in the Army again. Hell yeah. We feed you good over here, though. Good. Uh, most people gain weight while they work here for the year. Okay. They're the best chocolate chip cookies in the world. <laughs> you don't seem to be a sensitive person. You have thick skin. That helps here, because boy, if you're sensitive, woo. eat me up, huh? Yeah. If you got a weak no. pump point, we're gonna find it out. Okay. I don't think you're gonna have any problems with any of that. No, nah, man. I think I can handle it. Um, a lot of you gonna be around a lot of different people, doing a lot of things. I'm
3: excited for it. It's, you know, that's that's what I'm here for: meeting new people and. So trying to make people happy.
0: What made you? What made you make the switch to try to become a waterfowl hunter or a waterfowl guide? I'm sorry, you were always a waterfowl hunter. Yeah. What made you want to do this professionally?
3: God, it's. I mean, the passion, man. Um, I think at a certain point you get to an age and you say, well, well fuck what makes me happy because I'm going to, you know, go for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a waterfowl. I think that's a lot with your life experiences. You've realized that people forget about that. Man, if I've something seen makes you happy. A checkbook does not make everybody happy. No, I know a lot of people have some big old thick checkbooks that don't are not happy at all. No, you got to live your life and enjoy what you do. Yeah, money doesn't make me happy at all. I mean, um... well, good because you're getting in the right thing for that. <laughs> I do not nah. know. I do not know a wealthy hunting guy yet. I've never met one. I've never met anybody rich in the waterfowl business that wasn't rich before they were in the waterfowl business.
3: I've never met one unhappy person
1: hunting waterfowl i mean does that happen <laughs> well that ha- let me tell you that's not always true about january 25th or 26th there's a lot of people right here that are pretty fucking unhappy they're not unhappy they're just wore out <laughs> until Tired. they come back Tired. to that Tired. chocolate Tired. chip cookie then yeah no i most guys i've known two people that were miserable that were in the waterfowl that, that were that were guides or outfitters that absolutely just were miserable really yeah and both of them were older guys, and both of them blamed everything in their life on someone else's. Every problem was somebody else's fault. But I don't think it would have mattered what they did. Yeah, they were they miserable unha- They were miserable people. Uh-huh. But most of the guys that do this really enjoy it. There's, there's different kinds of outfit guides, though. There's guides that are really passionate about what they're doing. I had a guy named Mags that worked for me, and he was passionate about waterfowl. I mean everything about a duck and a goose from the decoys to yeah. killing it to cleaning it to eating it everything. Would you say he's one of the most passionate waterfowl people you ever been around? Yeah. And then I've had guys I'm not going to name who who were there that were just wanting to wanting some notoriety that they did something that they thought was really cool but they really didn't appreciate. Right. The the, the waterfowl hunting.
3: I uh, I mean that's why I'm coming in this. I love everything about it. I mean, you can ask my wife, that's
1: you're, you're consumed with it yeah yes. yeah i'm, 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 I'm yeah.
3: obsessed so got to a certain point it's like man well i do this every day anyways you know day in day out i grind it and um hell i'm gonna take it to a take it to a job or take it to a passion
1: everybody that works here other than the than the new kid mikey who had we don't know that well yet but from what i see about him he's passionate about it too everyone else that's worked here and this is, you know, multiple years of being here, they're all the same. That's, they, they love the waterfowl hunting. I mean, a waterfowl guy that loves waterfowl, if he's driving down the road and he sees a flock of birds somewhere, he wants to stop and look at them. 100%. Yeah. And, and my wife will tell you when we're on vacation or somewhere, if we see ducks or geese, I'm zoned in, you know, that's, I'm, pat- and I don't hunt no more hardly at all, but I love ducks and geese. I love watching them. I love everything about them. I love old decoys and stuff. It's in your blood and you, you know, and, and so. Most of the people that are doing this, they just love, have that passion for being around it. I think everyone listening to this podcast probably probably the same way, huh? Uh, most of our people do. We have some non waterfowl hunters that message us that just just like the bullshit. Just enjoy your voice. That's sad. Man, <laughs> I live with a woman that doesn't even like to hear my voice a lot of times. No,
3: I'm I'm, I'm man, I'm so excited. That's what? all I can think about. It. Well, November fourteenth, right? I think
1: that's when I'm coming. You got a lot of people that when you put your. Uh, you put your thing out on the um, Facebook. On Facebook, I guess. Overwhelmed. On, how many what, job did we, offers did you have? Uh, a bunch. 20 or 30. Or, See, that makes me feel good. You chose us over them. I That's did. That's a good deal. That makes me feel good. I <laughs> well, hope you don't regret that later down the road. <laughs> I hope I don't. You, it? Yeah. You're going to be overwhelmed with the podcast, with the Instagram and the Facebook stuff. Too cool. You've got lots of people that will. Don't yeah. try to get a hold of you. Very you have nice. guys sending you any naked pictures and shit. That's what always happens to Andy all the time. Yeah. Andy comes in, I got three more dick pics today. Damn it, I was hoping for today. Well my Facebook's Chris <laughs> Slayton. My messenger's open.
3: <laughs>
2: Slide it on Slide in. Slide it on in, man. I'll judge you, I guess.
0: <laughs> I did have a guy wanted me to send him a picture. <laughs> That's a funny That's shit. Happening. Damn. Oh, man.
1: Not good. What did you tell a, a buddy of ours plays football no, for the Steelers? I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wanted to know if I wanted to see. No, what did he?
1: He wanted say. you to send him a naked picture.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's how it first started. <laughs> yeah. So, um it's been, a, it's been a couple months ago. I, my memory is It's been is a couple shit. years ago. No, it was, it was this winter. So, yeah, that's how it all started. The guy first messaged me, and he was like, hey, do you have time? I got a quick question. And I get that quite a bit during hunting season. Guys want to know about spreads and shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, no, never mind. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I go on about my day. Two days later, I just really have a question. I want to know if it would be all right if I ask you. Ask away, man, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm here to help you. I'm thinking it's a spread problem.
1: Yeah, it is a spread.
0: <laughs> and he's like, uh, hey, um, I'm not gay, but I just really think that you have a big cock.
3: Oh, my God. He didn't say it like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. If if I could go back. I'm from... not gay. He started it with, yeah, I'm not gay. Yeah, he started with, I'm not gay. Uh, okay.
0: But I think that you have a big cock. And I'm like, well, that can't be further from the truth. <laughs> so, sorry to disappoint you. And, you know, whatever <laughs> illusion you have of me, it's not true. And he's like, yeah, I have the same problem. Do you want to see it? And I said, no, I got one of my own. Like, why don't I want to see yours? <laughs> and then...
3: Uh, you didn't hit the block button in between that combo? No, or no, I'm
0: let that. It, that's, that's what is, kind of throws the yeah. red
1: flag up on he this. Left left he let it go? Yeah,
0: I'm going to let this one ride. So you see where <laughs> it goes. So, uh, uh, and, and then finally, uh, he quit messaging me. And then, like, two weeks later, he messaged me again. I'm like, all right, it's fucking... I'm over it. It was funny at the time, but and then I blocked him.
1: Yeah. So then he calls you can I get a hunt? Got, <laughs> yeah. So the openings? When Andy has a celebrity here, he always brings that up. Is anyone any guy ever asked you to see Yeah. Your dick?
0: yeah. <laughs> I asked James Washington, I'm like, So, you think you're famous? <laughs> Is anybody wanting to see your cock? He's like, I check, don't think so. He's like, check this out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. It's uh it's So a, you should
1: be expecting that next. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Cockpicks. Got it. Mm-hmm. Just
0: if if somebody asks you, just let me let me see the name because I remember the fucker's name. That's when you really made stands it. stands out in my brain. That's when you know you've made it. Yeah, that's when when people you made want, it, Andy. You made it. And people want to see your penis. No, that that that's when.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, we look forward to having you on here. I'm excited about you being part of the team. Uh, you'll be a lot. You you you'll fit in well here. You got a good personality. You're easy going. We get the little bitchy guy that works here every once in a while, and he don't last very long. It's on me, man. If you got ego or you got thin skin, this is damn sure not the place to be here. And I can't imagine anybody with thin skin being be in the army very long. No, no, you 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 won't make it. What and would I you
0: would, do? Like say that say it did happen. Would you just serve your your time and that's it? If what can't, if you had thin skin and you, you, you just wouldn't make it? Those people
3: whine they, and go. You and just wash, and wash out, I I mean, like they push. Yeah, you get you get pushed out pretty quick. I mean, there's. There's some still, you know, some stuff that happens closed, closed doors. You don't want to be a fuck up, especially, especially in war, man. I mean, we, no, we yeah, we don't, we don't have any room for it. You know, you, um, you'll, you'll be gone pretty quickly. Thin skin doesn't work in general. I mean, hell, that doesn't work anywhere in life. I mean, you're gonna be
1: sensitive to the way people talk. There's way too much sensitivity <laughs> in the whole world about shit. I
3: mean, y'all can see it. I got red hair, man. I'm dealing <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> Well, I've been uh, a bully my whole life. You've been on the opposite uh, uh, side. Of I've it. always fucked with people. But
1: if someone fucks with me, I don't it doesn't bother me. I mean, bitch. I got like a lady at a gas station one time. Fat ass lady, come on now. <laughs> you're, gonna <buy> <laughs> you're gonna try to hurt my feelings, you're gonna do a whole lot better than that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mostly old lesbians. Me and me and old lesbians do not get along. For some reason I just always find myself in some kind of banner with them. You never tried to convert one then? <laughs> These aren't the kind of lesbians you want to convert. Okay. You know, these ain't the ones you see on a video or something. No. Yeah, that's not real, is These it? are the ones that have the same haircut and wear the same clothes I That Lesbian porn ain't the same thing. I, I don't think so. I don't know. No. You never see them. No, it's not two fucking big bulldogs going at it, it's two <laughs> hotties. But, <laughs> but I always seem to get into it with big bulldogs. Started oh, at a young age. You got to watch that. Someone oh. turn around and that. I think whoop it's Because I enjoy fucking with people. And the more people get, the more irate someone gets. The more I enjoy it. <laughs> it's no fun to fuck with someone that doesn't that doesn't give you any kind of oh, yeah. response. Yeah, that'll
3: that'll be me. That'll yeah, be me. You don't get
1: responses. No,
3: I'm not. I, I'm probably not fun to fuck with. Yeah, it's
1: no fun to be around. You like, know, that. give them the thumbs up. And do we don't really have nobody here that's fun to fuck with anymore? Do we?
0: Hmm, Blake, every once in a while, I kind of give you what you're looking for. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but Blake's but, so but, funny I mean, But yeah,
0: he's so funny He makes fun of himself more than anybody But every once in a while You'll catch him in a mood Where he'll he'll kind of give you the reaction That you're looking for yeah.
1: My brother is the easiest Tony. one for me to fuck with I fuck with him all the time He no. gets so fucking bad Does he get heated? Oh, he gets pissed off oh, yeah. at me all the time Oh, you know,
0: doesn't really give a shit No um, Kaufman he's, he's easy going Stoner's easy going yeah. man, you're
1: right you know. My dad and my brother I used to joke yeah. with my dad a lot Dad was fun to fuck with Because he'd get madder hell at me, boy <laughs> And, and Tony, Tony's probably the person I fuck with the most. My grandkids. But uh, we don't really have anybody here to fuck with right now. Yeah, We've I had mean, them. He, fucking with people that don't care. I mean, ain't we had no, a kid named ain't no fun. No, we had a kid named Gunner two years ago, and he was so easy to fuck with because he just brung it on himself. Oh, yeah.
0: You said fuck up earlier? That's an accurate description. Just everything. Every day. Every day. Was Every like, day. It, it was a different story. He meant well.
1: He was a nice kid. He just.
0: Oh, his intentions were very fucking just, noble. Shit just. Just did not work out for him. Ever. I mean,
1: ever everything he did turned to shit. Ouch. I mean everything. Ouch. I mean it's probably th- not just here then. That's probably just no, it's, life it's, in general. And he and he, <laughs> and he means well. He's a nice kid, but he just every fuck I mean it would be just like Did you shut that gate when you left? Oh <laughs> 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 you know.
0: Just everything. Yeah. Now, it, bl- I got a we, we got a Snapchat from him last year and he was working for like a construction company and it oh, was man. just i can't remember what he fucked up but it was something just like oh that's, that's him that's oh, what he does
2: man.
1: now now blake also did leave drive home with the trailer yeah. to the goose trailer open and closed trailer one time the door opened that oh way. no yeah. yeah he pulled up in the lodge and there was decoys trailed to the uh, field i was behind him I, was, I
0: walked outside and i was like blake why what's the trailer door open for and why you got like four decoys out in the parking lot Oh, fuck <laughs> It's just You it So we drove all the way back to the field He only lost He lost one In the field And that was it other And that than was the, it Other than the parking when lot When he turned around He lost one And then uh, When he got in the parking lot There was like a little bump right there And he lost
3: two or three right there I bet His paycheck was thankful
0: <laughs> Yeah ah, it, it would Shit happens Man,
1: I'm so excited to be here though it's gonna oh, be a good year. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun. We do things as a family. We, uh, it's it is. I mean, it's it's what we do. It's our family. It's our life. It's our world. It's everything, and you're treated as part of family. Good, and that's why we do things around here. And bookings looking good, huh? You know, we're openings? busy. We're we're gonna be busy. I have some openings. I yeah. I have days I can work people in. I've got some days I can put some small groups in, and you know, I had I had a guy uh, chastise me the other day for that. Why he tried to make me look like an ass on a waterfowl page of some sort because I had some openings, mm-hmm. more or less alluded to that if he was if they were such a good place blah 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 why do they have openings this time of year well, <laughs> dickhead we don't run just one group a day right you know and I we do a lot of corporate business and the corporate world has been turned upside down with COVID and so we have lost some corporate customers everybody has and. You know, So
3: we open up uh, Halloween, right? <coughs> uh, duck season Duck does. season opens here. And then right.
0: goose season opens November 14th.
1: Really? And we've got yep. geese on corn. we got to start running of the time, out tonight.
0: Most of the time goose season opens first weekend in November. Yeah. And then for whatever reason this year, the state of Texas decided to push it to November
1: Normally 14th. we would have opened up goose season October 31st and we'd opened up duck season October 24th. Yeah, and this year, we yep. moved it back to our November 14th. And now we've got geese on a field we're going to start running birds off of today. So ducks for the first two and a half weeks. Yeah, and we're, and we're kind of busy. I know, we're not every day, but I'm, I'm we're, we're as busy as I want to be at that time of year. Yeah. But from November 14th on, we're busy. But I do have some dates I can work in. Good. But I did. I, a guy trying to call, call me out. And I, I didn't. I just ignore it. But I want to say, listen, dickhead, we don't run just one group a day. How did you see Multiple groups multiple states um was just scanning, talking about scanning us? through no but he was alluding to us oh. he didn't specifically mention who but i think fat ass with the podcast i think kind of keyed me <laughs> gave in it away hey, Are my first talk about me Are you a facebook scanner no no if i just i look at my stuff and that's it and i see the same 17 fucking things all day long
3: i mean there's some people that get on facebook and just stay on facebook no. I, I get on and facebook cuz I,
1: I do a lot of business on facebook oh, yeah, if, I, if it wasn't for business i don't think i'd have facebook anymore Because all I do is make piss people off on some political shit I talk about, but that's it. I'm trying not to do that as much anymore. But um, you got five thousand friends, and you see seventeen same fucking updates, and that's it every day. Same bullshit every day. And thirteen of them, I don't give two shits what they do, anyways. You hate to kick someone off that you've known forever, but they're just not that fucking interesting.
3: Nah, I just boot them, man. They're
1: not interesting. But then I had somebody message me one time. Why'd you kick me off Facebook? We've been friends since third grade.
3: I, I, I haven't talked to you since yeah. third grade. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> that might be It's not that
2: interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know? Now, sometimes you got to just tell people that. You know, you has got to be open, straight up, very transparent. Listen, I 20
0: years. I like you. I, Listen, I had tw- to make room for somebody <laughs> yeah. else, and 20, you, were,
1: you were the last. 20 years ago, when you and your husband vacationed all the time, and you had bikini pics on there, it was nice to look at your pictures. But now that you're old and flabby like me, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. Now, if your daughter gets a Facebook, give me a holler. No, he wants
2: you get yourself yeah. saying something like that,
1: but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's just not as yeah. Some people just are not interesting.
3: Facebook just drives me nuts, man. It's even that's turned political. It's so political. that's all it is
1: now. Social media is is a big part of this whole deal.
0: Have you seen uh, the social dilemma? Did you ever watch Social Dilemma? On no, the Netflix? I did I watched that. It's very it, eye opening. It, it tells you. I mean, everything. The creators of it are saying, like, look, we're headed to a civil war, and we know it. Yeah. Just I, because like, you get into this loop, it figures out what you want to see, and then you just see more of it. They'll tell you what you want to see. That's, yeah. uh, that's the problem right. with it. Is, I mean, everything that's
3: on Facebook is because they want you to see it on Facebook. Yeah. I, they um,
0: said uh, it, if you type in, so according to your searches, like if you go to the Google search bar and you type in clim- uh, climate change is, and whatever autofill it is, is predicated off of your previous searches. So mm. climate change is a hoax. That's what Some, I'm gonna see. That's what you'll see. But somebody like in Boston or whatever, yeah. they'll see climate change is real, uh, Armageddon or the world ender. Wow, so, Big Brother's watching, man. Always watching for if sure. It's, it's Eye opening. If the
1: ocean was rising, President Obama wouldn't have built a fort or bought a fourteen million dollar house on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, common sense tells me that. I'm not. I'm. You know, Netflix. I watched a show on Netflix last night. It's the first time I watched Netflix in a long time, and it's a movie. Or it's a series out of Columbia about a bank heist that they did, and they robbed a bank. What's that called? And it's based on true story, and it's like a ten series deal. And oh. I watched, I watched three of them last night, uh, three of the uh, three episodes of the I first three. It's really good, and, and I don't mind subtitles. And but what's funny is I turn the motherfucker up. I'll be listening to it, and somebody will come in the room, and I'll turn up the subtitles. Like I don't know <laughs> what the fuck they're saying. I'm reading anyways. But I'll turn it up like I'm trying to. <laughs> do uh, do like war movies
0: bother you? Like waterfowl shows bother me? No, like, I mean, like you know, when you see like American Sniper or whatever, uh, you're like, what the fuck are they doing?
3: <sighs> um, yeah, you know some of them. Some of them do. I, I, I mean, I, I.
0: You enjoy, well, I enjoy
3: you a good you enjoy war film. It. Yeah, I, I take it for what it is. You right. know, I, Cause,
0: I like because waterfowl shows just drive me up a fucking wall. Which ones? All Let's of be them. more
1: specific. All, all of them. Every one of them. Really? Right. They're, all, they're all bullshit.
0: Even the one we're going to put out next year. It's all fake. People, don't believe what you're seeing. <laughs> the killing is fake.
1: It's you know you catch yourself judging it. It's like, well, I don't let them birds get a little closer. You know, <laughs> I don't. But then, it. but then when war videos that way, you're <laughs> like, oh, that's a good deal. <laughs> but it looks the same way.
0: Nah, even ours is going to be fake. Don't 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 let them fool you. It's Son. all smoke and mirrors, man. some Oh of them. yeah,
1: we're doing a TV series here this year too. No way. Just yeah. YouTube. Just YouTube. Just YouTube, our YouTube. Own. But I've got a guy full time. It's going to work for us. It's going to do all the. He'll be here in about three weeks, and he'll be here just doing. I'm it. telling you,
0: do the camera. Film it's all camera fucking work. fake. It's all fake. I had to tell him. Tell them straight to the camera. No, just it's so not, they know. Stop
1: fake guys. <laughs> but I'm I I, I, don't like tea. I don't like hunting shows much. You got a lot of cool people. do you have Split Reed coming this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll be here November 15, 16, I believe. But uh Ryan's coming here. And then I think uh who's coming with Die Bomb the fourteenth and fifteenth?
0: Don't get me lying.
1: It'd be Asher, you're the booking. You're the booking Asher and Nick, I think. You're the booking I don't guy. know. I don't know who's gonna be. I just know they're coming. When, when is that? That'll be the, the first weekend. Asher and them will be here. And All then they leave on Sunday, and then on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, split-read will be here. It's going to be a fun week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fucking flies about to kill me. And
1: man, then you were always <clears>
3: bitching <throat> about flies, Andy. We have had hell I almost brought this salt gun that I have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, I need it. I need it. shoot that fucking right those, Do those cap? work
3: really good? Yeah, hell yeah, man. We it, need
1: to get Reese one of
3: those. You need to get one. Matter of fact, I've found out that you put... Um, Put, like, sea salt in them. Make yeah, the salt, something like make real salt bigger, yeah. I'm oh, like shooting BBs. My
1: grandson would love that Some bitch. I'm going to get him one of those. I'm telling you. He'd be shooting fucking There'll flies over. there be fucking
0: over. salt all over this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere.
1: Oh, they're pretty handy. But I like World War II movies more than I do the Desert Storm type movies. What's that new one? No, 1917 is what it was. That's World War One, I, I guess. Yeah. I I haven't and I won't I would love to see Greyhound whatever it is but I won't watch anything with Tom Hanks in it. Oh. I would love to see that show.
0: On uh that's on Apple I think.
1: Is it? I've seen that one. For yeah. Amazon or whatever it is. I don't know, but anyways, I would like to see that's his new movie that come out. But since he's a pedophile, I don't have nothing to do with his ass. But yeah, I would allegedly. like to see that show
0: back into the fucking conspiracy theories.
1: Who is a pedophile? I miss
3: it. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know, I read I read something about that. See, it's
1: got to be true. Then it's on Facebook.
3: Wasn't it? I did. I yeah. read something about that. That whole California mm-hmm. underground. I think there's a lot of child truth porn. To that shit. I'm sure there right. is. There's a bunch of sickos in would the world. You, Just because you're a celebrity, doesn't mean you're not a sicko. Look,
1: look at every childhood actor that goes through and then you have them that break ranks and they'll talk about it and they don't get no more work no more. Right. You know, they wouldn't be trying to cover up all this Hunter Biden shit if it wasn't true. I mean, I'm a firm believer that he was doing some stuff with China. I know he was, but the the same thing they impeached Trump for he was doing and his dad was. And I mean, I don't really give two shits. I think Trump's going to win anyways, but I think that we, we need to change our political system when it comes to we need term limits and we need to those people work for us instead of them living the high on the hog off of us. Congress and Senate yeah, and that's the problem. That, yeah, that D.C. Beltway shit. I think that's where it comes from. Trump's been in politics three years, but he's a problem for the last hundred years. I don't think so. We all know that.
3: You know, how much say does a president really have? I mean, they're going to have. They're right. going to have the final.
1: I they guess. got one now that bucks the system, and they don't like it. But before the president, and, and it's all—they're all just a figurehead for. They have power and stuff, but they're oh, not the they ultimate go. power. Right, It's all ran by somebody. It's just like the war machine. The war machine's been going on for years. And that's who's got us in wars all the time and conflicts everywhere and the money we spend. I remember when Obama was elected and I was
3: in Iraq, I think it was January '09. I remember watching, um, watching something. We were on a base and watching the news and it was like, troops are coming home.
1: That's what he said.
3: I fucking deployed after that, man. <laughs> <laughs> he he never brought anybody
1: home. No, Trump, he doubled Trump's he doubled down, more, down on yeah, everything. Trump's Trump's brought more people home than anybody. He says he's leaving January by dece- Germany by December. Really? But that's because he's sick and tired of the United Nations not the other countries not paying their money to the United Nations. You know? Or not United Nations NATO. He's sick of us flipping the bill for the whole world on stuff. That's what gets me like Sweden and these other places are like, "Well, They've got better health care and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's because they don't have to spend no money for the military because we protect their ass. Right. So, anyways, at least you won't have to do politics out here. Who was the guy got on, I guess
3: that was a couple days ago, Um, he was saying, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, was it? Allen West. Allen West. West. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he was a cool dude. He sounds like a cool dude, but he said something about, um, y'all asked him if you thought it was going to be mandatory, if it should be mandatory, and I'm complete opposite of that, man. I... I think 100 percent that everyone should, should serve should serve every, every single person. Whether and he made it he made it to where yeah, there's going to be a lot of bad apples, a lot of people that don't want to be here, but there's a job for them too.
1: Mm-hmm. They, they don't have to, barnacles off the bottom. of They the boat. don't
3: have to be in combat because yes, if you got a bunch of bad seeds in combat, then you're then you're in trouble. But then there's a there's a chow that it could they could be cooking somewhere man but well it's I just, good I, for people man it's, I
0: just think if everybody did two years you would you would get a, a much deeper understanding of how good we have it over here, a lot of the things that we bitch about we wouldn't bitch about so much, and I just think that it could <laughs> I think everybody would be a fucking uh conservative you I, know
1: i think that uh, i the pro side to it for me would be that there couldn't.
0: Even if it just is. Oh, what's that noise? I don't know. Even if it just is the National Guard or people, something like that. Right. People you would, don't have to deploy, but people, at right. least get out and see other parts of the world and see how fortunate you are to be in America. Appreciate your would, country a little people bit. People right. wouldn't have an excuse
1: of, well, I couldn't do this. I couldn't go to college. Well, yeah, you can, too, because you served your two years. You got a chance to go on a GI Bill to go to college. So you can go to college. No. I think it would teach people discipline, a lot of discipline. Oh, yeah. That I could have used when I was younger. And we fucking and, need and, that. And, and a lot of discipline that could help people. And another thing that I think, but but on the flip side of it, on his side, I understand is that he was a lieutenant colonel. What, what, How does it go? Is it general? What's under a general? Uh,
3: under... One star general, uh, I believe it's lieutenant colonel. I think that's it. So he's
1: right below a general. I mean, he's way the no, hell up he's, there. he's below be colonel, a
3: colonel. It'd be colonel and then lieutenant colonel. Okay, but
1: right. he's way up the ladder though. Oh, he's up, he's up there. He's getting saluted everywhere he goes. One hundred percent. So he doesn't have to do anything anymore. That, that, a guy <laughs> like I'd wipe his, ass. a guy like that, don't want to deal with a bunch of people that don't want to be there. Well, fuck, I don't want to be here. They told me I had to be here, but well, he, they don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So I understand where he's coming from on that. Deal. Yeah, but. It's kind of like an advanced class, an honors class, compared to a regular class. When you go to an honors class, everybody in there wants to learn and to do something. He wants people to be part of that team that want to be there. Yeah. But for America, the better part of America, I think we would be better off. Like Israel, everybody over there has to serve for two years, I think.
0: Uh, It is Israel.
3: I've met some people from Israel. And they
1: use guns, and they're they're pro-gun. Yeah. And they don't put up with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah.
0: I just don't think that you would have, like, this Antifa bullshit if... I just don't think you'd have some of the bullshit that we've seen. It'd be so much different. I
3: cannot tell you. I mean, the military—it'll buckle your ass down, whether you like it or not, man. I mean, do you ever see anybody
0: that goes in there like I'm going to fucking buck this system, man?
3: You will if you go in there. You, I mean, it'll break you down real quick. The first
1: thirty-six hours at reception or whatever it is does it don't it?
3: Probably, probably so. First, first couple weeks. I mean, <laughs>
1: you're you're gonna
3: know really quick where you're at. What I mean, did, that's 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 a job. Even though that it's getting softer, man. I mean, that's an that's yeah. a whole another topic on its own. Is the is the the system, the military, and it's it's getting soft. What I did,
0: did Payne say? Like, as soon as they got off the bus, they had to like hold their backpack over their head for he God told, knows how long. He told
1: me he said. When we got on that bus at the Columbia and they were going from the air the airport to the base, and he said, We pulled in that base that you know, going through the gates and shit, he goes, I could have went to college. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, All I had to do was go to class And he said Make my grades. <laughs> he goes, "What the hell have I done to myself?" He told me, he "said that's what he have said, I done to my said, future." He said, "That's what I said." We got through the deal, and then people screaming at him. But he said the mental part didn't bother him. He knew they were going to do that, but he said a lot of the guys, the mental, you know, they're just fucking with you. And he said, if you get in your mind right, it's not a personal deal. Right, that's just life. But yeah, he he said that <laughs> deal but I he mean, they he's want like, you. He's like. What the fuck did I do? I could be in college right now doing what I wanted to do, and this is what I chose to do. I think that's probably 95% of us, man. How did did
0: I end up here?
1: 95% (laughs) of us. God damn it, if I just would have went to, if I would have learned that calculus, I swear. Well, his problem was not learning this. He just didn't want to go to class. He just didn't like college. Yeah, and, a, makes and he lesson. said and now I'm in the army and I'm going to go to college while I'm in the army so when I get out I can have a job and I could have just bypassed this whole army <laughs> but it's been great for him and he and he likes the, it the he, discipline, the you know, discipline. The, he learned, change like, your life the discipline was the best thing about change it now the funny part was when we went to eat we picked him up from um, boot camp and then we took him to Florida to his AIT school at the Navy base and, we were, and he rode with us he was there for two days and we stopped to eat dinner and he's got his napkins out and everything lined up and He's like, the so vegans are just so nasty. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to this kid all of a sudden? And he's he's been, you know, programmed now. Now, when he, we're around him, when we go eat, he's the one of us again. But that right after boot camp, boy, they had him. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you, you'll notice they probably eating fast as hell. <laughs> yeah. And now it's back to normal, though. But is he back to normal? Oh, yeah. yeah. On his eating is now. You say he was in Tacoma, wasn't he? He's, yeah, he's, he's going to be there for four years. And he loves it. Oh, Louis is a great place. And he says, oh, it's a beautiful place. He great said, place. He, he really likes it now up there. He's going out, and he's coming home for Christmas, and he's like, he's going over his airplane tickets. He said, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. He said, I'm not staying until January 4th. He said, there's a whole lot more to do in Seattle on New Year's Eve than there is in Knox City, Texas. 100%. <laughs> and he says, so I'm going home by the 31st. He said, I'm going to fly home on the 27th. Yeah. yeah do, I,
0: does missing, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas and shit like that, did that fuck with you when you were deployed? Uh, when my daughter was born, um,
3: and she was Fourteen months before I even met her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the reason I got out. I, I, I loved it. I mean, I love the military. I'd still be in. Um, you loved war. I loved war. I mean, I, that was that's the, combat was was my thing. And when you're home, they call it garrison, and that's that's the worst thing ever, man. You got got to shave, shave every day, and everything's got to be clean, and you got to be on your tiptoes and dog and pony show. Oh, you not have to
1: when you're over there. You don't have to do all that shit. Fuck no. You can let your beard grow out, you say. Now, you're a sniper. Don't y'all have the same rules as rangers? Can't y'all grow a beard in the Army?
3: No, they they got a little different rules than us, man. They're...
1: See, Payne had a chance to go to ranger school. He was the first cyber person they ever offered that to. So and, he took it. It in, and I think now he wishes that he would have done that. They do uh, Most of them do six-month deployments, so that's a big thing. He told me, he said, in the Rangers, he said, he said they got a whole different set of rules for them than everybody else. Yeah. So,
0: what is it about being home? Is it just you're not, the action's not there, or is it just you don't like the dog and pony show of having to toe the line? A little
3: bit of both. Like I said, um, I mean, there's a certain point in my life, that's all I knew. All I knew was war, and all I knew is combat. And you get home, and it's, man, it's a, it's a hard transition. That's, a, that's the hardest thing about getting out. Is the transition whether you're you're getting out for good or, or coming coming back home from deployment? Th- things are different. I mean, you you're you're right back into it, right back into it, getting a car and getting back on the freeway and staying in one lane right. and do the it's the, a hard transition, the, man.
1: I can't imagine. Hills Angels, ain't that where they come from? I don't, they, uh, I, that they, they might
0: have been old veterans it, from work? the I
1: think the Korean War and they come home. They're fucking bored. They started motorcycle gangs, started robbing and pillaging and doing whatever they did at the time, partying hard. And, yeah. and I think that's where it comes from. I'm sure there'll be some background here chew my ass out for we, uh, But I think that is I'm the story sure. behind it.
0: That we, we, had a, we had a guy that hunted out here. He, was, uh, he worked for an agency and he was the bomb diffuser guy. Mm-hmm. And he said when he got home was after he diffused a fucking bomb that could blow him sky high. When he got home, that was when he had issues that was when the, he started getting the shakes and he get sick to his stomach he said diffusing the bomb that's no problem he said but after and having to deal with the quiet he said I, I, I can't take it yeah man i mean it
3: messes up people around you and your family has to deal with it and matter of fact when i got home my first deployment we got back to fort hood i think it's 2009 so back in 2009 is when that um that psychiatrist or whatever the hell oh. he was on fort hood killed yes. all those people uh-huh. and man i talked to that guy 15 minutes before that happened Ooh. that guy that guy that guy in particular yeah that that was my unit whoa
1: the muslim guy the muslim guy that they covered up all that shit
3: yeah so even getting home you know you get home from war and
1: then you gotta your, deal with some fucker like that
3: you're back in it so there's no transitioning it's hard transition man
0: well i'm 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 excited
1: that you're here yeah um, we look forward to you be a good member of the team we have a lot of fun uh if you have any problems, just talk Tony. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> looks like
1: the,
0: looks like the ladies are getting lunch ready, so uh, we'll wrap this up. We are excited to have
1: you here. Yeah, I'm too excited. I yeah. appreciate the opportunity. i right, glad you came
0: you. out here, and uh, let's go have some dinner.
1: Oh yeah. All right. We All right Thanks everybody for listening to you. God bless you, and have a great day. Ollie, dog. What are you doing, buddy? Thanks, guys.